Let's talk about prayer on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good Monday morning, my friends. I hope you had a great weekend and you're back on Monday, uh, ready for the start of a new week. And we are ready to start uh, moving into uh, 1 Timothy chapter 2 in our Bible study together. And today we're going to be looking at 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 4. And the topic, the focus today will be prayer. Uh, But before we get into the study, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, uh, we come before you on this Monday morning, um, rested and refreshed, ready uh, to face a new week. But Lord, uh, we know that we um, can't go into this week in our own strength, and we can't go into this week in our own power, and we can't go into this week with our own agenda and our own idea of what this week ought to look like. Um, Lord, we want to put our ear to the ground and listen for the uh, leadings of the Spirit as we head into this week uh, so that what we do and where we go and what we say to those that we encounter would be from you uh, as you lead us into all things. And Father, we pray now for this time of study that you would um, bless it with your presence, that we would... um, Tune our ears to the sound of your voice so that uh, we receive all that you have for us and we don't miss a thing. Uh, If it's your voice speaking, we want to hear it. And so, Lord God, we prepare our hearts as we come into this time of study. Meet us in it, we pray in your mighty name. Amen. All right, 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 4, Paul writes, First of all, then, I urge that supplications prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and for all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good and it is pleasing in the sight of God, our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. So Paul begins, uh, and he's shifting his focus now. Uh, Chapter 1 of 1 Timothy, he warns against false teachers, and then uh, he addresses the issue of the purpose of the law, and then he talks about the purpose that Jesus had in coming to be with us. And now he's shifting his focus to prayer. Uh, As my Christian journey has gone on, Um, my attitude about and experiences with prayer have changed quite dramatically. Um, I would say I came into my adult Christian life with a pretty immature idea of what prayer was ultimately, what prayer is. Um, I came into my adult Christian life mostly thinking of prayer as this thing we do in God's presence where we rattle off a list of our needs and wants, desires, troubles, the things that trouble us for others, um, the things that concern us for others, the worries that we have and all of these things. And prayer is to a certain degree um, 
an aspect of all of those things, right? But my prayer life was not deep. It was shallow. It was immature, ultimately. It was um, not uh, centered around the idea that prayer is ultimately a communication with God, uh, our conversational life with God, our intimate life with God. That's, that's, that's what prayer is at the end of the day. And at the beginning of this passage, Paul is urging the believers to engage in a broad prayer life with the Lord. Not a one-dimensional prayer life, but a, but a, a deep and wide and full and satisfying prayer life with the Lord. And he says, first, I urge uh, that you would make supplications. And these are the prayers that we take to God for others. These are where we say, uh, we have a conversation with the Lord about the people and things that concern us. And we ask God to intervene in those situations. And, and we're talking with God about these concerns and uh, laying them at his feet uh, so that he can take on the burden of carrying these things. And then he says, I urge that you make prayers. Um, these are just those, these are those conversations with God where we're just getting real, or we're just sharing our heart with the Lord. And he says, I urge that you make intercession. Um, this is where we're lifting uh, people and situations to the Lord and interceding, asking God to intercede on behalf of uh, our own needs and the needs of others. And thanksgivings. Um, Paul is saying, hey, don't forget to tell God what you're grateful for. Don't forget to tell God why you're thankful. Um, God is every day doing so very much in our lives all around us. And it's a, it's a healthy practice. It's a healthy discipline for us to slow down and notice what God is doing. To say, Lord, I see your hand at work there. And I'm so very grateful. Uh, a, a grateful heart is a heart that uh, is... Uh, surrendered and submitted to the Lord. It's one that does not overlook God's hand at work. It does not overlook the ways in which God is intervening and interceding, the way in which God is um, answering our heartfelt supplications. And it's it's a heart that takes notice of God's amazing work in our lives. And so thanksgiving is so important. It's the way that we express a grateful heart before the Lord. And so with all these different aspects of prayer, Paul is urging a full uh, and complete prayer life, not a one-dimensional prayer life. I think a lot of us get caught up in one-dimensional prayer lives because, yes, the needs around us are so great. And, yes, the opportunities to um, lift those needs and lift those concerns before the Lord's could be constant and overwhelming. And and so Paul is urging a consistent and healthy conversational life with God that is not one-dimensional, but where we just bring all that we are and all that we're carrying and all that burdens us and all that we need and all that concerns us and all that we're grateful for uh, to the feet of Jesus in an ongoing conversation, an unending conversation. Truthfully, prayer is our conversational life with God. There's no real beginning and end. Uh, It's eternal. It's ongoing. 
it's infinite. <laughs> it's uh, the same uh, way that we experience a conversational life with our friends. We may hang up the phone and say goodbye, uh, but the next time we pick things up with them, it's almost as if no time has gone on at all. And that's true in our prayer life with God. It's like canoeing on a river. Uh, you put your boat in the river and then uh, when you've made the journey, you pull your boat out. Uh, it's just, uh, there's a rhythm to it. And that's the same with prayer. Paul says that we should pray for people in our uh, world in high positions. And uh, that's important. It's good for us to pray for our leaders, especially when they frustrate us, especially when we don't see them lead as God would have them lead, especially when they're not modeling godly character and godly solutions to the problems that we face. So we lift our leaders and we pray that God would uh, guide them with all wisdom. And he says, pray also... um, for those kings and leaders in high positions. He says, uh, the, the point is that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. Peaceful, uh, that we're not stirring up trouble, uh, that we're modeling uh, a quiet, uh, peaceful lifestyle, um, that we're not uh, beating our own drum. Uh, and then he says, indignified in every way, that we carry ourselves in a godly way. We carry ourselves as those who belong to Jesus, as who, those who walk through this life with the confidence of God, uh, filling them, uh, those who are satisfied by the provision of God, the leadership of God, the care of God, um, that we would walk in a, in a way that's dignified in every way. He says, this is good, and it's pleasing in the sight of God, our Savior. Uh, this is this is what God wants to see uh, coming out of our lives because it's his desire that all people would be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. And the reality is our witness um, will lead some to faith in Christ. And every day we're bumping shoulders with people we don't know. And it may be our witness that points them to Jesus, our making much of Jesus that that testifies to God's goodness, that turns the heart of one toward the Lord uh, and, and finally uh, helps them uh, surrender and trust to the Lord. And so uh, the way that we lead and conduct our lives in this world matters. Uh, it is a witness. It is a testimony to those around us who are watching. All right, my friends, thanks for taking time out of your day to study. And I pray that these words are of great encouragement to you as you continue in your walk with Jesus today. God bless.